You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 130. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. The main function of a morning routine is to set your own focus for the day before something else shifts your focus. And I have to tell you, I've been hearing more and more about how many successful and even famous people have these very special morning routines. Do you have a morning routine? Because I keep hearing people tell me that they do and it's changing the type of day that they're having. So I've dug in and done a little research to find out what is everyone talking about in regard to having a morning routine? How can I set one up? What is it gonna do? How is it gonna change my life? And is it worth starting to include each and every day in my life? We're gonna go over it because I wanna find out if you should include it in your life too, right after this. And now, it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. So this week's Eagle Eye on Health is going to talk about something that came up just about a week or so ago, and you might have seen it if you follow me on Facebook. I hope you follow the Earn That Body page on Facebook. But several people were starting to post links about eggs no longer being good for you. And it's funny because this was research long ago. There was research that said you shouldn't have eggs because it's going to increase your cholesterol and it increases heart disease. And then it came out that that's not true, that you could actually eat eggs and it wasn't affecting blood cholesterol at all. So then everybody was eating eggs, including myself. And then just about a week or so ago, the article started coming out that some study was done about consuming eggs and it basically said it was linked to a 27% higher risk of developing developing heart disease if you had two eggs per day. So then it was like basically going back to what they had originally thought from the original research. And I sort of freaked out for a second when I saw this, because for one, I saw lots of my clients posting about it and asking me and emailing me and other people posting, oh, like everybody stop eating eggs. And once I freaked out for a moment, my husband said, hey, 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 whenever you see something like that, you need to see the research. So we both said, let's, let's figure out where is this article coming from? Because what happens is a lot of different news presses, like the, I believe it was Associated Press picked up the article that posted it a couple weeks ago. What they do is they pick up a snippet or a part of something and they post it. But that doesn't mean it's actually the, the actual research in it that they're posting. So they're just telling you a very small piece about what someone said and then that headline becomes like real news to people. So we decided we were going to research the actual research on this particular event with the eggs. And so when I dug, and I didn't have to dig very deep because this was like new news. So I just said I wanted to see the research that was involved. And just like I thought, if you looked at the actual research that they were talking about, it actually doesn't say that about eggs. So what it did say is the new study that was done was an observational study. 
So it in fact says in the actual research, it doesn't prove that cholesterol caused the increased risk of heart disease that the researchers were documenting by having two eggs a day. So these new findings provide one piece of evidence, but it's possible that the other lifestyle or dietary habits of these people that they did in the study was responsible for the increased risk, not the eggs. So one shortcoming of the study was that the participants were asked one time about their diets, okay? One time, that's it. And this was a study that they were saying was done over 17 years. So they're saying this is long-term research on these people over 17 years. And yet what they didn't mention in the first article to everyone is that these people were only asked one time about their diet. So it's a snapshot that might not have accurately captured the true eating habits over their time. And what a lot of people do know is that what do you normally eat with eggs? A lot of people eat very unhealthy things with eggs, like bacon, right? I mean, breakfast foods are some of the worst there can be if you think about what the general America eats with eggs, like lots of bacon, could have been a lot of fried stuff, um, gravy, who knows what was included. But to say that it was the eggs that was causing the increased risk of heart disease wasn't actually true. So I just wanted to let you all know that if you saw that link or if you saw that news excerpt, it actually is completely inaccurate. And it kills me that that was the title of it because some people won't even actually even click the article and read the article. And even if they did, it makes it seem like the eggs were the culprit. But then when you dig a little deeper and you actually looked at the research, it's not what it said. And so again, it kills me that that that's what happens. But you know, these kind of places like, you know, Associated Press and whoever, and it was picked up by tons of different newspapers and news feeds. Um, they don't do what we need them to do sometimes. And that's why we have to take action ourselves. We have to be able to want to say, hey, I wonder if that's true. Because as we know, everything posted on the internet is not necessarily true. So sometimes we have to actually do one Google search to see what the research was to see if in fact it was true or not. So. The overall lesson about eggs is really this, everything in moderation, including moderation. I still eat an egg a day, usually an egg and an egg white. So the whole egg and then an egg white. And I'm not gonna stop because there has been no proof so far that says to do otherwise or that it actually does affect the blood cholesterol. Um, but that's a personal choice for me. I would say more moderation for most people, like have them every other day get a protein source from something else like Greek yogurt as well. It doesn't always have to be the egg, but don't be afraid to eat eggs because they're actually one of the best protein sources around. And that is your eagle's eye on health. Back to morning routine. Okay, so many people are telling me that their morning routine is changing their life. And when I looked at the list of successful and famous people who have a morning routine, I have to tell you, it definitely piqued my interest. Now, as many of you know, in the year 2019, one of the things I promised y'all was that I would start 
printing some little freebie sheets, checklists, things to help you because so many of you are listening to my podcast while you're out for a run, when you're in the car. I mean, rarely are you listening to the podcast at a desk and taking notes, right? So what I try to do is for certain episodes that maybe require or you know, it would be good if you had some of these things in front of you, like printed out. I create a little what I call a free ETB, a freebie. So this week I created an awesome one for morning routine. And I definitely want you to listen to the entire podcast because we're going to go through and explain why you need one, should you need one, how to create one. But I created what's basically a little personalized morning routine checklist outline that you can fill out so that you could create a simple morning routine for yourself, but with some of the ideas that I'm going to give you right now, because you're probably going to forget half of them later when you try to maybe do a morning routine. So if you want the little freebie, it's awesome. It's free. You just print it out. Just go to shockthatbody.com forward slash morning routine. And just so you know, for all of these little free TBs or freebies that I give out, it's always going to be a link in my podcast show notes. So if you can't even remember right now what the the link is, which I don't blame you, I wouldn't be able to remember it either. When you go to earnthatbody.com, there's a podcast link. If you click on it, all my freebies have a link right next to each and every episode. So you can get it there as well. Okay. Let's get to the juicy stuff because everybody always wants to know which famous people, which successful people have morning routines. Successful people apparently have one thing in common. They almost always protect their mornings to make time for a special routine. Famous athletes do this. Successful business people presidents of the United States dedicate a lot of their success to focus in the morning routine. So here's a here's an example. Tony Robbins, Anthony Robbins, the motivational speaker, he advocates an hour of power every morning. His advice is to do this hour of power, which for him includes sayings and visualizations. Steve Jobs, when he was alive, he talked about looking himself in the mirror and asking if he would be happy with his planned day ahead if it was the last day of his life. And if the answer was ever no, too many days in a row, he would make sure to make some changes. So he did that every morning. He would look himself in the mirror and ask himself, if this is my last day, am I going to be happy with how I have it planned? And if there's too many no's, he started to make those changes. That was his morning routine. Barack Obama, our last president, he said that taking care of physical fitness and family are two important elements of his daily ritual. He would always start his day with a workout at 6.45 a.m. Then he would read several newspapers, have breakfast with his family every day, and then would go and start his work at 9 a.m. in the morning. So he had to take care of all those things, and that was his morning ritual that set him up for success for the rest of the day. How about this one? Benjamin Franklin, even way back in the day, our founding father. Franklin kept to a very tight schedule, they said, starting his day at 4 a.m. And until 8 a.m., he would wake, wash, 
eat breakfast, and think about what he would accomplish for the day. He would do all of those things every single morning in a certain order. That was his routine. And then, of course, there's Khloe Kardashian. How could we leave a Kardashian out? But all, in all honesty, the Kardashians, well, some of them, I should say, they're pretty busy ladies. They're, they're socialites, they're models, they're businesswomen. They are entrepreneurs. And I have to tell you, they're pretty successful. What does Chloe do? She gets up every day at 5 a.m. for her morning workout. She says she spends five minutes waking up, brushing her teeth, freshening up with washing her face and putting sunscreen on. She said it only takes around three minutes for her to get ready. Who else finds that very hard to believe? But yes, she says she does it in three minutes and she heads right downstairs. She has a green tea, a banana, and a peanut butter pack. And then she heads out for her workout. And this is her routine every single day. Okay, last one, because it wouldn't be a good one without ending with the obviously fantastic Oprah Winfrey. According to Inc., Oprah starts her morning with 20 minutes of meditation. Then she hits the treadmill to get her heart pumping, she says, and she swears that at least 15 minutes of exercise improves her productivity and boosts her energy levels. Then she does something to tune herself in, like going for a walk, listening to music, or preparing a nice meal. She said she always eats a healthy meal full of complex carbs, fiber, and protein. So that is her morning routine. Perhaps we should all take on hers because she is one of the most successful women of the world. So you can see that each person has a slightly different routine, right? But they all have a few things in common. It's the first thing in the morning that they do. They do it daily. And the things they do set them up for a positive day headed in a positive direction. So as I was reading all these and as I was thinking about it and doing the research on this topic, I realized there's definitely something to this by setting up a little bit of a morning routine. And don't freak out, because right now half of you are ready to turn the podcast off because you're saying to yourself, I already get up at 5 a.m. I'm not getting up any earlier. I can't add anything else to my morning. Or you're that stay-at-home mom that's like, oh my God, my morning is my craziest time. There's no way I could add anything else. Just listen to the rest of the podcast. Don't worry. Your morning routine does not have to be 45 minutes long. I'm gonna help you through this, okay? Now, How will a morning routine help you? Well, when you start every day with a healthy habit and you focus on what is important for you in your life, you're basically consciously and subconsciously taking actions towards a life you actually want, right? We all have a life we want. We all imagine the life we want. And if that's not happening for you, this could start setting you up to get to that place, right? So just think about that. If we start every day with a healthy habit, maybe just one, it might be the focus that we need to get us to the life we want. A morning routine is said to boost happiness, increase productivity, reduce stress levels, and get you grounded and settled for the day. It's about getting started on the right foot. A morning routine also allows you to start your morning with intention 
rather than letting the day run away from you. It's like you get to control the day. The day does not get to control you. And you do that by taking control of how you start your morning. Now, what does a successful morning routine consist of? Well, this is really gonna be different for everyone. And I'm gonna tell you about five things right now that you could do in a morning routine. You don't have to do all five. I'm gonna tell you five, and then I want you to kind of think if any of them resonate for you that you're like, oh, that one appeals to me. Like, that's one that maybe I could do. So don't think right now about like, oh, I have to incorporate all five of these. Absolutely not. I just want you to listen to each one and see which ones appeal to you. Because just like I told you, those famous people, and and they all had a slightly different morning routine, and they're all successful. So it doesn't have to be someone's exact routine. It needs to be the morning routine that fits for you, which is why I created that little freebie page, because it's an outline with lots of options for you. And then you can put in into this outline, into these bullet points, you can put in what you wanna do and you can start really small, all right? Okay, so the first thing about a morning routine and the first sort of one that I really want to to focus on is that the morning routine time really needs to be a no technology zone. Eliminating potential distractions like the phone will keep you laser focused on this morning routine, the task at hand, not putting social media frenzy, you know, right at the forefront of your day. We all know that social media can have a real negative impact on so many people, all of us, me included, right? So the last thing we need is for you to wake up first thing in the morning and check your Facebook. So one thing you can do in your morning routine, you could do this one thing and that would be a new start, right? Picking up one new habit would be not picking up the phone first thing in the morning. Make your first part of your morning a no technology zone. Number two, something you could do. You could write down your thoughts. So you might get a special journal and every morning you could get up and just literally write with no intention. And I mean like immediately upon waking up, you can do this. Go get the coffee and maybe sit with the journal and start writing with no intention. It could be for one minute. Again, don't put yourself in this place where you feel like You have to write for 30 minutes. No, it could be for one minute, it could be five, whatever suits you, whatever fits your life. Now, being able to put your thoughts on paper, no matter how scattered your thoughts are, that's why I don't want you to think about this like you're writing a story. No, just like aimlessly start writing because it can help release stress, tension, frustrations. You can also do it as a list. I'm definitely more of a list person, like somehow like sitting down and writing paragraphs that would like give me a little anxiety. So I wouldn't be, I'm not a journaling kind of person, but lists, definitely. I might sit down and write bullet points. That might work for you. That probably is gonna be what I'm gonna start doing. Another thing you can write down that a lot of people do, this is another one I'm going to start gravitating towards because I just think it's awesome, is writing down grateful words. Many people will write down five things a day that they're grateful for. And it's amazing how being grateful can change our perspective on so many things in our life. Something that seems so stressful in your life takes a back seat when you start writing five things you're grateful for. Somehow it just, 
it puts things in perspective. So writing down one word a day of something grateful, that might be it. You don't have to do five. Do what you want. One to five things, if that resonates with you, writing down your thoughts, journaling with no intention, writing out that list, or five or one words of being grateful. That's the second thing that you might want to include in your morning routine. The third thing, some people, they like to read. It could be anything you can read, anything that you love or that inspires you. Could be something about personal development, could be about your business, perhaps a hobby, a self-help book, anything. Read on subjects that directly correlate to things you enjoy or even goals of your life. Some people also just want to commit to learning something new each day. Have you ever heard about those people? They're like, I just want to learn one new thing every single day. So you could be the person who maybe gets one of those words of the day books and every day you're going to sit down again with your coffee. I know the coffee is going to be part of your morning routine for most of you or your tea. You might want to sit down with a words of the day book and just read one new word each morning. Before you pick up the phone, you want to learn one thing. You're going to learn that word. It doesn't have to be a big word. It doesn't have to be like you have to memorize it all and test yourself each day. Just read the word and read the definition. And that's it. It can be that simple. Now, if you want to read for five minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes every morning, awesome. Whatever you can do that you feel like you could integrate it into a daily habit. But a lot of people, they really do love to read. So that morning routine for them might start with reading. Now, the next one, number four, a lot of you could guess it. It's one of my faves. You know what it is. It's the workout, right? I work out every single morning. Uh, The morning tends to be the best time for a workout. I've done an entire podcast on that. Now, it doesn't mean you have to roll out of bed and go right into the workout. Like, I don't, just so you know. I always have my coffee and my breakfast before I do any workout. So having your workout as part of your morning routine doesn't mean it has to be as you roll out of bed, but it could be part of your morning. And my workout is definitely part of my morning. It's not necessarily the first thing I do, but it's part of every day's morning routine. Now, working out right in the morning, it sort of jumpstarts your energy for the day. It helps you feel motivated. Most people feel happier. They're more energetic. They're more likely to eat healthy during the day as well. Do you ever notice that the days you work out, you sort of eat healthy, but the days you don't, eh, you could sort of eat bad food all day? So working out first thing in the morning is a great thing. I hope you all include that one in your morning routine. Not for everybody. I totally get it. But it's definitely a really positive thing that you can add to a morning routine. Number five, you might want to disconnect. And what do I mean by that? I'm not talking about just the phone. We already talked, that was number one, right? We're, we're going to get rid of the phones. But number five, we're talking about disconnecting because we live in a time when we are just so connected to everything and everyone. And so perhaps in your morning routine, you can take five minutes or more each morning Again, before you touch the phone or the computer and you disconnect with everything 
And perhaps you, one, go for a walk in nature. So maybe maybe that even means you just step outside on your porch every morning and just be one with nature for like five inhales and five exhales. That would be one way to disconnect. Another thing people love is yoga or meditation. This one is huge for many people's morning routines. Simply make sure to take some time out of your morning to focus on being present. It might be a few yoga moves or sun salutations. My sister actually built a meditation little spot cove in her office. It's really awesome. And that's how she starts every day with some type of meditating in her little meditation spot. Um, now here's where it gets tricky. Some of you like to use the phone app for your meditation. So if you have to use the phone app, grab it, but promise me you won't look at email or social media. You're going to go straight to the Headspace app, right? But yoga and meditation is another way to disconnect. Number six, this one is kind of a funny one. I say it's focusing on a business related task. And a lot of you right now are like, oh, that doesn't apply to me. I'm a stay-at-home mom or I'm a stay-at-home parent. Guess what? Whether you're a business person or a stay-at-home parent, which is the hardest job in the world, I get that, um, it's a business, right? All you stay-at-home moms and stay-at-home dads, is that not a business running the household, taking care of the kids, planning, schedule, everything? It's a business, right? So it still pertains to you focusing on one business-related Task. What do I mean? I want you to pick one thing that you need to focus on that day that pertains to your business or your family and write it down because having this written down makes it a priority. And sometimes that alone is sort of like a weight off your shoulders because you know you have to do it. And now it's on paper, so you don't have to keep thinking about it all day because. What is it about? Something about writing it down, then you won't forget it. But if it's not written down, you think about it all day because you're afraid you're going to forget to do it. So you're going to write it down. It's going to set some relief for you because you have it down. And it's an intention. Like if you have it written down, you took the time. It's obviously important. It's going to get done. So those are six things that a lot of people do or at least include in a morning routine. Now, when I was doing all my research on this, other people like to categorize it a little bit differently. And so I did want to sort of present it in a slightly different way because, again, it might resonate with you a little bit differently. So those six things, and I'll just review them really quickly for you, include no technology zone, writing down your thoughts, reading, working out, disconnecting, and focusing on one business-related task. So that's one way you can look at it, where you pick one of those or all of those, whatever it might be for you. But some people, they like to look at their morning routine as picking something to mentally work on, emotionally, physically, and spiritually each morning. And some of these are basically the same things, but it helped them categorize it differently. So for example, mentally would be like setting a goal, which we talked about, like your business goal, right? Making a list, which we talked about, just writing something down, creating a plan or schedule for the day, or reading. So mentally, you might pick one mental thing to do. Emotionally, this is all about your feelings and your emotions and your relationships. You can think of it as all things related to your heart. 
So expressing gratitude. Or how about hugging your kiddo, your spouse, your pet? That, that's included as well in the emotional thing you might want to do each morning. Or even connecting with a friend, a family member, or anyone who makes you feel joyous and happy. And then there's physically. We know what that one's going to be. It's going to be the workout. You're going to get moving. You're going to eat a good breakfast. You might even clean your physical space, which I thought was a really good one too, because maybe every morning you could clean your desk and make it really tidy so it's looking great for the day. Another one that came up in physically was drinking lemon water. And they said doing that before you have your coffee. And I actually, uh, I have a trainer friend online. He's so awesome, Eric McAdams. And he actually quoted something or he created the quote, hydrate before you caffeinate. And so I do think it could be a great thing to include in your morning routine. Have a glass of water, maybe with some lemon in it before you have that coffee. Sort of start to cleanse the body before. And those are your physical things. And then the last one was spiritually. This can be anything related to you and a feeling of inspiration, which means in spirit. And while it doesn't have to convey religion, although it might for you, it's more about what you need to do to feel connected to something deeper and bigger and higher and what makes you feel maybe connected to yourself. So things like we talked about the meditation, the being in nature, religious study, just getting grounded in any way that makes you feel calm. So those are some different ways to look at how you might want to create a morning routine for yourself. Now, how can you do it? So you want to do it in a way that's going to work for you. And that's why I really tried to preface at the beginning. Don't think about doing all of this at one time and don't freak out thinking, okay, your morning's already too full, like this is not for you. Like this is where I really wanna narrow it down for you to show you that even you, the busiest person around, might be able to do one thing that's still gonna be considered a morning ritual or a morning routine. Now I do think in order to make it feel more manageable, you have to think about a couple things. Now these four things will help you make it more manageable. The first thing is this, I need you to go to bed a little early. (laughs) I want you to get enough sleep because quality sleep is essential to starting your next morning off right. So start to think about, are you someone who's up all night? Because if you're not getting seven to eight hours of sleep, yeah, I would say a morning routine is going to be tough for you, but it will be worth it for you. So could you start to go to bed just a little bit earlier? And then number two, I really want you to keep this simple. I want you to start with one thing to do each morning. Just one thing. And once you have that one thing down for, say, two weeks, then you could add a second thing if you want to, or a third thing, or a fourth thing. But do one thing at a time. Because being successful is what's going to keep you going. And if you set yourself up with, I'm going to do these 10 things every morning starting tomorrow, you're likely going to fail and then you're going to give up and that's going to be the end of it. So start with one thing for one minute. Are you telling me you don't have one minute that you could create each morning before everything gets going? I think you can do it. The third thing is see how it goes So commit to one week with your one new ritual, but then check in with yourself and say, did it help? Did you like the feeling after it? 
Did it set a better tone for the day? And if not, pick a new one for the next week. So check in and see how it goes. And then the last thing is give yourself a little reminder about this morning routine. So to create a new habit, you have to do it, what do they say, like 21 days? So you may forget. Like you could wake up tomorrow and be like, oh, I totally forgot I was going to do my morning ritual. So set a reminder. It could be a post-it note on your bathroom mirror. Uh, It could be like a little phone alarm, but I know you're not going to pick your phone up in the morning, so that's probably not the best one. Uh, It could be in your calendar. If you're like me, like one of the first things I do is I sit down at my desk each morning and I look and I see what I've got going on that day. And if it said morning routine at the top of the calendar, then that's what I would do first. Um, Even a post-it note on your on your computer screen helps some people. Put a post-it note on your coffee pot. If that's the first place you know you're gonna go, like without fail, put a little note, a little reminder to say morning ritual. Okay, so I believe in you. I know you can do at least one thing and looking, I only read you like six people who have a morning routine, but you have no idea how many people there were. And I was like, why have I not done this from so long ago. I like to think of myself as this like successful person and a real go-getter and I don't have a morning routine. So I know that I'm excited to pick one thing to start with. I'm just going to pick one thing. And like I said, I created this sheet for you. I'm going to use it too because it pers- it's going to personalize how you make your morning routine. So don't forget, if you'd like the freebie, You can download it. All you have to do is click a button. Shockthatbody.com forward slash morning routine and get the freebie so that you could start a morning routine even if it's just one thing. All right? Now guess what? This is the very last chance you have to sign up for Summer Body Bootcamp because it starts April 8th. It starts in a week. I'm so excited. I only have a couple spots left. It is almost sold out. And I have to tell you, I've been doing the videos for the last three weeks to make sure that they're all edited properly and they are just kicking my summer body, (laughs) okay? They're awesome. It's three cardio videos. You guys, how often do I give you cardio videos? Like never, right? They're really hard to film a cardio video. There are three hit training cardio videos that are killing me, three full body strength videos, three core videos as well. Now, what I really love about this program and the way that I set it up, these are not your typical earn that body one hour workout videos. These are things that are gonna be great for if you're a beginner because the videos are not long. So if you're a beginner, you can get started with this. If you're not a beginner, which is the majority of my clients, Trust me, these are going to kick your booty. And I have a calendar just for you if you're not a beginner on how you will integrate this into your your calendar. And then if you're an athlete, these are amazing because they're short and you can add them after a training. So like what I've been doing is I go for a run and then I add the cardio video because again, it's not too long. And then the next day I do the strength video and then the next day I add the cardio. So if you are an athlete, a runner, a triathlete, These are the plyometric moves in the cardio routines that you need and you never do, just like me. I have to tell you, I am seeing such an increase in my speed and performance because I started doing the plyometrics again. Strength training as well. So you're going to get the six-pack videos also that are killer. I'm just trying to tell you, this is it, Summer Body Bootcamp, last chance. Go to shockthatbody.com and you'll see the 
the program there and you can get more details and register there unless it's already sold out it will let you know now if you want to get in really good health and shape before summer hits which i really have to recommend because Summertime is sort of a decline for all of us because we get busy, we have vacations, we have family out of school, and like we already lose traction with our healthy routine. So I always tell people now is the time to get in the best shape of your life, be strong and healthy and ready for summer. So I do have my 10 week earn that body program starting April 15th. I only have a few spots left for that as well. If you ever have a question about which program might be best for you, just email me directly, kim at earnthatbody.com, and I will help you figure out which which program is best for you. As always, I created this podcast to bring you fitness, nutrition, and health information that you can put into play right away. So go print that personalized morning routine outline and checklist. Get started so that you can start each day on a positive and healthy foot. Take care, everyone. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com. Or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.